everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. Uh, oh, Nikki, we're gonna we're gonna do some more planning today. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're gonna plan our day. I just I I laugh because you're gonna um, you're gonna ask me what to avoid. Yeah. And I have a really clear answer. Is it avoid talking to Pete because he will take you down a path and distract you in conversations yep. that are inappropriate for a, a podcast? Like celebrity crushes? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you got to have a thing not to talk to Pete about, it's celebrity crushes. That's uh, right. But yeah, I can't wait to hear what, what your yes. clear answer is about planning your day. Yes. We're continuing our conversation about planning and productivity. Last week, we talked about what to avoid when planning your week. How do you move the big rocks around on the board? And today, we're talking about how to actually fit them in on a given day. And uh, how do you stay on top of stuff so you don't burn out? You don't burn out, but you still get things done. Before we do that, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. Get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to our mailing list, and we will send you an email with a new episode each week. Connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. And if the show has ever touched you, help us out. Head over to Patreon.com slash The ADHD Podcast and join our wonderful community of Patreon supporters. Patreon is listener-supported podcasting, so uh, every dollar you contribute over there uh, with your monthly donation goes back to us being able to do new things, which we are doing, continuing to do. Uh, in fact, I think we have a meeting as we record this uh, the day after tomorrow. And after that meeting... Yes. I think we're going to launch our next new thing, and I'm very excited about it because I think we're darn near close. Uh, so it's going to be really great. Thank you to everybody for your ongoing support and participation. Again, patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. If you were a patron at the Supreme level, you'd be watching this live stream right now. And that whole crack about celebrity crushes would make a lot more sense because I got 15 minutes of celebrity crush talk on the live stream today. So uh, <laughs> I it's it's bananas. You just got it. You can't miss it. Patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. Thank you, everybody, for your support. Nikki. Yes. What do you avoid when planning your day? What do you avoid? You don't skip it. Oh, oh feel like you're scolding me. I know. You can't avoid doing it. We have to do it. So the whole thing about what to avoid is just not to not do it. Like you yeah. have to do it. Yeah, you have Don't to do it. Don't skip it. You have to do Make it. Make it important. So yes. can we, shall we So do... the podcast is done now. The show's over. Yeah, it's like, pretty much all. over. I, I was thinking yeah. we could use at least the next <laughs> two minutes and do a little, uh, do a little visioning exercise. Maybe you could walk us through how you plan your day. Do you want to do that? <laughs> What do you do? Well, What's your process? I, I do want to do that, but before I do before I do that, I want to ask you how you do that too. But I do want to talk about just some of the basics of why it is important that mm -hmm. we do this because um you know, so many people don't and that's why I say that's what you want to avoid is to not do it. Um but what does it mean to to plan for your day? So for for me personally, it is you know, taking a moment to review your calendar and your task list. And this is what I would 
say to people, this is what it means. It just means that you're going over the day. What's going on? What what meetings do I have? How busy is my day? Um, what do I need to work on? What did I plan? What do I need to adjust? Um, so it's just a, it's, it's not really doing anything much more than just looking, you know, at your list and looking at your calendar. Now, if you did the weekly plan, which is what we talked about last week, then you should have a pretty good idea of what you need to do because you've already gone through the the you know the, the prioritization and mm-hmm. the planning and time blocking. So these really do go hand in hand. You know, you want to do that weekly plan, but then you also want to check on a daily basis like where where you're at. And uh I think there's a few things that make it really necessary. Um one is it gives you the time to adjust your plans mm-hmm. because we I I know and you know and everybody that's listening knows that just because you plan something doesn't mean it's going to happen and for the most part it doesn't happen the way you planned it like yeah. you have to expect it not to go the way that you think it's going to yeah, go right um and so when you're looking at things on a day-to-day basis it gives you that direction for the day like all right so what do I need to do today where do I start um, what kinds of things do I need to do to get ready for that meeting today? Um, it, it, it's giving you, um, a moment to also ask yourself, you know, how do I want to show up for my day? And I think that's really important because, you know, when you have a moment to reflect and say, okay, I really want to show up for my clients. I really want to show up for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I really want, you know, to, 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 send out a positive vibe, whatever it is, you know, then you're setting the stage for that. So I do believe it's necessary not only to keep you on track, but also to give you that moment to just say, how do I want to show up? I like that. That's a really, that's a nice way to look at it. And I don't, I don't tend to think of it that way often. And I should just as another just frame around which to, to think about my time is, is how I want to be present in it. Uh, because so much of my thinking about daily planning is just moving rocks around, right? Just moving pieces right. around on the board. When can you do the, the 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 daily plan or daily review? I would say, you know, first thing in the morning or the last thing that you do in the evening. For me, it's really hard to do anything in the evening. So after I'm done with my last client or I'm done with the project, I tend to just leave my office. So for me, I know that the evening is not going to be a time that I'm going to look at anything. Um, but I will look at I will look at my schedule and the, my things in the morning before I start. And uh, one of the things that I would say is that we want to avoid having it not be important. And the way that that happens is we get distracted by doing other things. So if you go into your office or wherever you're working and you go straight to your email, you're probably not going to do a daily review or a plan, right? Um, If you're thinking you're going to do it in the middle of the day, really easy to forget about it or not do it because other things are going to come up that are going to be more important. Um, I did put an exception here. What's that? <laughs> and, that and that is my GPS program because, <laughs> and I'm not saying that just because I, I really have a good reason for this. On the East Coast, my GPS program doesn't start until noon, 
right? If you're on the Eastern time zone. Yeah. And for some people, that is an inconvenient time. But the reason I think it's okay for my GPS people is because you actually have a very dedicated time and space where you're planning. You have somewhere where you're going. You have other people who are going to be there. You've got a coach who's directing you and you've paid for the service. So, you know, you're, you're probably going to show up. Right, right. right. You have all your productivity Uh, pals are there. You don't want to let them down. You do not want to let your PPs down. (laughs) So it is really important that we do not let the peeps down. Do not let the peeps down. Absolutely (laughs) not. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to throw that in there because, you know, I I just think it's different when you have a dedicated time and space. Right, right. So how do you do it? Um, Like, how do you personally do it? I want to know what it is about your, your planning ritual. It's, it's habit. Like it's, and, and I want people to make it a habit. And I know it's so hard to do that when it's not a ritual for you already. Um, I already have a ritual that I, uh, that I do unconsciously, like in the morning mm-hmm. when I'm done with work, I, or not work, when I'm done getting ready, um, I come into the office and I like what you would say, open it up. Sure. I make sure that my, all the lights are on. Um, and I will open up the window often, water my little bamboo plant. If I have my essential oils on, I'm going to, you know, do that. I'm going to go get my cup of coffee. I'm going to come back into the office. And what I do is I look at my calendar. What is my, you know, who am I meeting today? Um, how much time do I have in between meetings? And then I look at my things list and I think, what am I going to do? in between those mm-hmm. meetings if I don't already know. Um, now, for me, it, it comes very uh, natural and I know that it it doesn't for everyone. So what I want people to know is that it's okay if you have to have reminders. It's okay if you have to have beeps going on, you know, to tell you to check your calendar, your to-do list. Um, and don't worry about it if you don't do it every day. You know, you can always do it tomorrow. That's the great thing about it. Yeah. Um, but it really is a tool. It is a, it's a habit that's going to help you feel more in control of your day so that you're being more proactive than reactive. Um, and so when we look at it as a positive thing, not a burden, mm-hmm. um, it can, it can really be very helpful because when we don't have any idea where we're going to go or what we're going to do, um, it's stressful. I mean, you can just stay there frozen and not do anything, even though you have a million things to do. The other thing that I do in the morning that helps too is not just the looking at the, the calendar and the list, but there are a couple of things that I do first thing in the morning all the time. So for me, I always check Slack. I always check Discord. Mm So all you Discord people, I'm looking at you every morning. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And, <laughs> and that's I'm also why you're not around the, like during the middle of the day because you have it blocked. I have it blocked to look at it in the morning and to look at it before I leave. Yeah. And I have that on my things as a reoccurring event. So when I come in in the morning, I know I always look at Slack. I always look at Discord. I also have a list of clients that I'm going to check in with. Mm-hmm. So anybody that's worked with me, you are probably getting your check-in around nine o'clock. 
uh, Pacific yeah. and around noon at Eastern yep. time. And there's a reason for that because that's when I do my check-ins. Nikki's looking so at things are, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there are things that I just do on a ritual routine basis that starts my day and I don't go into reactive mode. Yeah. So what about you? Uh, so I, um, okay. I, you embarrassed me the other day, and I just have to say out loud: I <gasps> in, I in the time you? course we it, w- I actually recorded myself in a video talking apparently about how I didn't like Todoist. Oh, you loathed it! Yeah, I loathed it. It was very <laughs> frustrating. And let me say, first of all, a lot of work has been done on the app since then, and it's yes, now it a lot has. better. And it's now the thing that I use. And uh, you know what they say about opinions and a holes, right? Everyone has <laughs> has one, and they always stink. Well, that's yours truly is not <laughs> immune to that. I have changed my opinion on um, on Todoist. I still there are a lot of things I don't like about it in terms of just usability. But one thing that I love sure. very much that applies to this conversation is the today agenda view, right? Where I can put things into this and it's tied to my calendar. So I no longer have to do the old thing where I used to drag tasks from my task list into time slots on my calendar. I just set the time in Todoist or move the the block around on my calendar and they sync between the two. So I still have a thing to Mm -hmm. check off or I can see the overall structure of my day. And I do that uh, in the morning and in the evening. So uh, Mm -hmm. in in the morning, and I usually do it, I'm still in bed. Honestly, like the first thing I do mm-hmm. is I wake up, I put my glasses on and I bring up the phone and I just look at the day and I start yeah. moving things around so that I know kind of when am I going to need to get really get started? Has anything changed overnight that I need to kind of move around? Um, and and I build out the, the rough sketch of my day so I kind of know what my plan is after my shower. I um, At the end of the day, around four o'clock, I do the same thing and I look at... Um, I look at the next day, kind of the evening and next day, because mm-hmm. there's always evening stuff. Uh, a lot of time I'll end up doing that like in the car, like I'm waiting in a parking lot for a kid to finish swimming or running or whatever activity they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'll be doing that kind of mobile. So I do that on the phone or on the iPad. Um, and that, and as you know, I'm a huge, huge fan of hyper-scheduling, right? Of of doing that sort of block scheduling thing and have been doing that for years. So ev- pretty much every minute of my day is accountable to something um, that I am uh, able to, you know, able to uh, attribute to an activity, right? To Because, right. I, and I think this is an important, an important distinction. Planning your day has nothing to do with what work you have to do or how many jobs you're working or whether you're not working jobs at all. Planning your day has everything to do with time and how you're going to put your body in that time. If you, Mm -hmm. anything you want to accomplish, right, whether you're looking for a job or looking for a new job or working three jobs, All of those things have time associated with them, and planning your day will determine the degree to which you successfully finish your day with stress or without it. Right. Right. And right. and I think that's super important. It doesn't matter. Like and, and that's why early on in this podcast, we talked about having uh, uh, about getting rid of this idea that you have a work calendar and a personal calendar. Yeah, that's a joke. That is it a is, horrible yeah. thing for the way my brain works, because. Right. Time doesn't care if I'm at work or at home or, or sick home. or on right. the weekend. It doesn't care. Time yeah. is um, is uh, harsh 
um, mm-hmm. mistress. So mm-hmm. that is an, that's an important uh, lesson, and it was an important lesson for me. Um, and and especially gives you once you make that switch, it gives you more flexibility about when you're going to do things that are for the job and when you're going to do things that are for you. Um, yeah. So yeah. I I think that's important. Um, oh, I think oh, so too. I and have one I, more it, rule. Oh, sure. Can I say one yeah, more rule? Um, it, it, it's this is another lesson that I think I learned um, the probably the hard way. I'm sure I learned it the hard way. It's all about. Uh, I'm a big Calendly fan. You're a Calendly mm-hmm. fan. I know you're a Calendly yep. user too. Uh, we just upgraded our Calendly accounts for the team here, and now everybody has the Calendly Premium. And uh, one of the things I was reflecting on over the weekend as I was thinking about this show is the default meeting duration when you go to Calendly to schedule time with with any new user, right, or any new meeting mm-hmm. appointment is usually an hour, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you're judicious about it, a half hour, right? If you're if you're conscientious about taking up somebody else's time when you request a meeting. And I, I know there are some things that require an hour to do. Um, but most things don't. Most things require a half hour or less or 15 minutes. And so... Um, you know, I try to think in smaller blocks and, and this is the big lesson, build buffer time into the meeting itself. So in my Calendly, when you try to get an appointment with me, you don't get 15 minutes, you get 10 minutes for the shortest meeting. You don't get a half hour, you get 25 minutes. You don't get 60 minutes, you get 55 minutes. Because that way I have buffer time between one week meeting and the next. And um, Oh, right. I see what you're you see saying. What I'm saying? Okay. Because yeah, yeah. you will get it where people will schedule what is available and suddenly you have right. no transition time. So uh, I really recommend not thinking in terms of hours and half hours, but in terms of 25 minutes and 50 minutes so mm-hmm. that you have enough time for transition. Remember, we have ADHD. Transitions mm-hmm. are naturally hard. Give yourself yes. the time proactively to make those transitions intelligently. Oh, I agree. That's great. Absolutely. Uh, The only thing I want to add to lessons learned is, again, this is going back to what we talked about at the beginning. Your plan is not going to be set in stone. It is going to change and it has to be adjustable, right? But with that being said, what I find so many times with, with clients is they feel bad and they take on the shame and, and responsibility of, well, I had it planned that way and I didn't do it. I had it time blocked that way, but I didn't do it. I've tried it, but I, it doesn't work, you know, or I, I get distracted or whatever. And there, and there can be these little roadblocks that get in your way. Um, but what I want people to do is not look at that with such judgment. But to look at it as more like curiosity, like let's be curious about that. If you really want to do this time blocking that Pete and I are talking about, let's figure out how you're doing it and what's getting in the way of doing it. Is it the wrong time? Is it the wrong task at the wrong time? Are you not giving yourself enough enough buffer time? But like, don't take it as something that is your fault. Like this is something that's new and something that you haven't done before. You're, you have, certainly have not mastered. And so it's it's one of those things that you have to keep practicing and not give up on it. And that's the thing about the daily review and the weekly plan is that we tend to think it's not as important, but it is. Mm-hmm. It is because then it just gives you a little bit more guidance than just trying to jump in and not knowing where you're going. Huge. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's all about being adjust, you know, adjusting too. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and you said earlier, like, remember, if you miss today, it doesn't mean the rest of your week has to fall apart. Try it again Or you tomorrow. need to have a new system. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Absolutely right. not. Well, there thank you, you. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us, for downloading and listening to the show. We so appreciate your time and your attention. Don't forget, if you have something to contribute about the conversation, head over to the Show Talk channel in Discord, and you can join us right there by becoming a supporting member at the deluxe level. Patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll see you right back here next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. <laughs>